Bergkamp. Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Bergkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Bergkamp. That's magnificent. The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Good evening, and welcome to a Burkham Wonderland and Arsenal podcast. Here I am. Do you remember when um, England played uh, the United States in the, was it? Yeah, obviously the World Cup. Um, and then the New York Post put up a post saying, uh, USA uh, win one R with uh, England, and everyone's like, I clearly don't have a grasp on uh, the understanding of how football works and everything like that. But uh, here we are. Um, it makes it's it's to a Liverpool fan. It's a two-all draw. To us, it's a two-all loss. Um, I don't know how you feel about it, but we'll we'll obviously discuss that as we go through the podcast. Anyway, good evening, everybody. Sorry for the slow starting uh, intermediate of the of the start of the podcast it was it, emotions running still quite high actually i don't know whether i'm more depressed about the fact that we we didn't get the win or whether my pat my pen ran out after 25 minutes whilst i was sitting in a pub um and then i had to stop making notes and then write it on my phone i was like oh this is oh first of all problems this is so complicated and it is what it is, I guess. But there we are. Um, yes, let's. let's uh, I guess we'll just say hello to some people. Peter Coulson jumped into the stream just before everything started and just said, "Hey, EBW family, uh, not going to be able to join tonight. My son's birthday. Have a great show and power to you, Deeks. Peter Coulson, thank you so much for the love and happy birthday to your son. Um, sorry that Arsenal couldn't do the business, um, um, but Ramsdale kept it to as is. John A. Peterson puts, "Good evening, ABW. Let's talk about Ramsdale. Saves a point." And he can be the man that makes us champions incredible saves tonight. Can't be further from the truth. Absolutely well said uh, from John. Fantastic stuff. Danny, the GFP. Oi, oi. He's in the room. Everybody say hello to Danny. Make sure you send him from love. Um, Loki. Uh, evening. What's going on? How you doing? You're right there. Uh, Maestro on Twitch. Yo. What's going on? What's going on? I, uh, Maestro, I also put into the Dryland Discord um, a link to the stream. Um, so hopefully Rick can pass on by spin three three one three. Yo, what's going on, man? I don't know. Right. Yeah, Mike hurts. I'm depressed. I am also feeling quite indifferent. I think indifference probably going to be my word of the evening. Indifferent is how I'm feeling. It's a tricky one. We'll go into it. Maestro having scones. Well, you know, that sounds like a win in itself. Uh, Nick, second half made me feel sick. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. I hope you're doing well, Nick. Uh, in all circumstances and everything like that. Isn't it weird, though? Can I just can we just point out the truth here very, very quickly? We are now at a stage at our Arsenal life when playing away from home to Anfield, where we haven't won since 2012, we go there and we draw two all. If you were given that result at the start of the game, I think most Arsenal fans would probably take that result. But because we're playing such fantastic football and we've had such a great season, we're like, we deserve the win. Even though I'll talk about it later, the XG wouldn't possibly wouldn't necessarily state that. But you know, there we are. Um, Thunder Road. Good evening. Good evening. Two points dropped. Uh, we're um, we're up two 0 after thirty minutes. Got dominated 
uh, once they scored and still no victory at Anfield since 2012. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not to mention Salah missed penalty. Jesus Christ, you're completely right. Uh, Nick, uh, never seen a ref elbow a player before. <laughs> yep. We'll talk about that. Um, Funnel Road, hit thumbs up, people. Completely agreed. Make sure you thumb up the video, guys. Um, I appreciate all the love that I received um, last week for the post-game podcast. We managed to get ourselves 52 likes on the stream. If we can beat that this evening and keep everything, um, you know, everything sane and moving forward in the right direction, we move and we move with purpose. That's my quote for the season. We move and we move with purpose. And that's what we need to do this evening, especially with the fan base. We need to, you know, get everybody singing off the same hymn sheet again, because we need to look at tonight as not a draw, but as a as a loss in a kind of way, in a fucked up kind of way. But there we are. Uh, Burkham Wonderland. Hello, everyone. He's in the chat. Thanks. Uh, I'm guessing that's Danny. Thanks for popping by uh, on Twitch as well. Stick up, uh, stick your XG up your bum hole. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't disagree, but, you know, it's a good way of being able to calculate statistics and put things together on a, uh, and explain things. Um, the game spun on Jack's, uh, spun on an, on an axis, I was going to say. Uh, Jack's involvement in Shenanigans, but a draw is a good um, at the wall pushes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, boy 10, everyone needs to relax. Agreed. Maestro, got to set the bar high for when Danny gets back. Completely agree. <laughs> Uh, Grumpy Gooner, Liverpool were lucky. Okay, okay. Um, Danny was on the last show, my show. He was on the last show. He wasn't on the last show of uh, post-game pods, uh, which is what my show is re- referencing to. Um, but he was uh, on during a podcast, um, kind of your sort of like your everyday kind of talking about football podcast, but not a post-game podcast. So thank you, my show, for the love. And Rick's obviously just correcting that, um, which he just stated here, not... Uh, the last show was here. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, let's, let's jump into it. Shall we? Um, so I made some notes. Um, so I sent a picture to Danny, by the way, um, the pub, the pub essence was calling me. As you can see, I'm wearing my Haywards Heath shirt, which is still proven to not be beaten in. If I wear this shirt and Arsenal are playing, we do not lose. So that's where we are right now. And I'm still wearing the Haywards Heath shirt. Um, so I'm sitting in the pub and I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I, I, I have been, been to the pub in a few weeks. I'm going to go to the pub and watch the football and have myself a few beers. So I am slightly inebriated in regards to, uh, you know, this podcast and communication, but I'm sure Danny will uh, will understand and love that. The fact that uh, that's pretty much how I always am whenever I come onto the podcast. So it's nothing new. Um, but there we are. Um, so I was sitting there. I was like, I still need to make notes. And I made notes up to until, up to until the 25th minute. And then I ended up having to switch to phone making notes um, because my pen ran out. So that's where we are right now. Um, So uh, let's talk about the lineup formation injuries and everything in between Uh, lineup. No real, real changes there. A little bit anxious about the Saliba situation and how you guys feel about it. Make sure that you post up any questions into the uh, communication panel that you are in, whether it be on YouTube or on Twitch or on Twitter. Uh, And I will make sure uh, that I will read those towards the end of the podcast. If you have a question, put up the letter Q, a uh, little dash, and then put your question, and then I can answer it for you. Uh, yeah, in regards to lineups, I'm a little bit anxious about the Saliba situation. I thought it may have been a ploy from Arteta in regards to international duty. Uh, maybe, maybe it's a little bit more to it. I don't know. A little bit anxious about that. So, but you know, Holdini had to come in and do his hold, holding Dini or whatever you how you want to pronounce it. 
had to come in and do the business again this evening. Uh, formation, no real changes there. A little bit of confusion. I think a lot of Arsenal fans may have seen the possibility of Trossard starting tonight, considering he scored himself a hat-trick for Brighton this season against Liverpool at Anfield. So it's a place that he's quite familiar with. It sounds like he's a guy that can kind of take the situation and take the boisterous of the moment and kind of bottle it up and use it as sort of ammunition for himself to be able to get himself on the score sheet. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, so the no Saliba, the no Trossard, uh, and holding have, uh, holding have to come in and, and do the business again with his luscious lock of hair. Um, and uh, we've got some more people jumping in. Loki, uh, oh yeah, good evening, good evening. What's going on? Uh, good evening. Oh, they're very, very polite. It's very, very nice. Um, it's a post-roast. Who isn't slightly inebriated? Completely agreed. Uh, I'm on a Jack and Coke. Oh, you know, can't please everyone. I am a big fan of uh, not Jack and Coke. Uh, what is it? Um, Woodford Reserve is a whiskey of my choice. So, Nick, give that a go. Woodford Reserve. It's a real nice one. Ava, I'm not happy FC. Pretty much we've drawn to Liverpool at Anfield where we haven't won since 2012 and we're still quite not happy. So it's it's a difficult one. Um, Loki, um, up to 35 minutes in heaven after that, clutching at straws. I think it was like a squeaky bum time, as they call it. Um, Holdinho, I like that one. The the reason for the Holdini is for the Moldini, because he's a centre-back as opposed to a... um, the Brazilian flair on the end of the name. That's kind of where I was going with that. Um, you should sell your hair to Rob Holding. I, I, I don't think he needs any more hair. Uh, and I, as much as I've got lots of hair, I don't think he needs any more hair. Boy, we didn't lose Anfield with Holding starting. My point. Exactly. Exactly my point. Let's get into it then, shall we, guys? Um, with regards to the game itself. Liverpool, first minute, a note that I made. Liverpool start loud and rude. Fans are desperate. I don't think I've heard Anfield this season so loud and boisterous and aggressive in quite some time. I don't know how you guys felt about that. I personally saw it as a compliment. The fact that we're the team that they really want to beat more than anyone. Not that it mattered, not the fact that it mattered anything to them in regards to the result, whether they won, lost, drawn. It doesn't mean fucking skiddly pop towards us in that regard. So that's how I felt about that one. So uh, five minutes in, uh, very heated. Uh, the game I felt um, started to lose, started to be lost away from the referee. Um, and then uh, eight minutes here, we got uh, a great, a great goal. Saka creates it, a pass from Erdegaard. But once again, Martinelli, thanks to Liverpool for the assist. So fantastic bit of play very early on in the game where uh, a passage of play is played through into Saka. I felt like White had a very indifferent game for 75 minutes worth of, of worth of it. Um, but anyway, a ball played into Saka. He does the usual thing where he holds the possession, uh, turns the ball quite quickly, plays and makes a run into the danger area, into the final third of the opposing team tonight being Liverpool. Um, a ball is played into Erdegaard and Erdegaard plays in Martinelli. A little bit of uh, luck, uh, a rub of green coming onto our side there, uh, couple of deflections here or there goes in through to Martinelli. And I probably, I've never seen such a slow moving football into the back of a net than I have seen today uh, against Liverpool in Anfield after only eight minutes on the record. Um, So Martinelli, a guy that I have uh, rated so much uh, in the post podcast, including last week, who I felt like 
deserve the man of the match and he gets a man of the match today on FPL at least anyway. I know a lot of people are saying Ramsdale and I agree with you, but Ramsdale didn't get the man of the match on FPL as in fantasy Premier League football. Martinelli did last week and I feel like that today as well where he's, he's shown moments of just pure brilliance um, and then puts the Arsenal ahead within only eight minutes at Anfield. Unbelievable scenes. Unbelievable scenes. Anyway, Daniel Gordon, yo, yo, yo. What's going on? J.A. Peterson, we got away with one tonight. I agree with you. Daniel Gordon Ramsdale saved our skin. I don't think I've heard so many people jump in to a post-game podcast. Even the ones that I've done on my own or, or the ones that I do with uh, with Danny, um, many people mentioning one name as much and as prevalently as we are hearing Ramsdale's name being mentioned. Um, an unbelievable display from the man that should be clearly England's number one, but Gareth Southgate likes to play football from 20 years ago and still doesn't like to play out from the back, hence the reason why he uses a very weak Pickford and Maguire. So that kind of sums everything that you need to know about uh, Gareth Southgate and his inability to sort of adapt, survive and progress or whatever terminology he wants to use. Uh, Luan, uh, Luan Carlos, I'm hoping that I've pronounced that correctly. Hey, Deacon, how did you su- how did you survive this emotional game? That's a good point. Besides our disappointment, need to win the rest of the games and draw at the Etihad can give us the title. Cheers from Brazil. Welcome to the stream. Thank you so much for popping guys, popping by. Super appreciated. Uh, and hello from uh, Brazil. Thanks for giving us Martinelli. Obviously, Gabriel Azusa and obviously Gabriel, our centre-back as well, uh, to name a few. But Martinelli more than most, uh, a guy that nobody really knew about. I know that he had trials possibly United, but he got turned down. You know, we ended up signing him from sev- uh, for £7 million and he's turning into the player that we see today who gets the opening goal here at, uh, at Anfield. Crazy stuff. So thank you so much for your comments. Uh, super appreciate. Um, yeah, it's an emotional game to say the least. Um, I've never seen a more heated game this season. I know that we've seen heated games, but I think overall, I think there were so many moments. Um, we'll talk about the Xhaka moment. But there was loads of moments where I feel like the game ran away from both teams as well as the referees as well. Um, it was a very, very, very strong game uh, with regards to to, to met the mentals, that's for sure. Um, what else have we got here? Um, so we obviously scored in the eighth minute there with a fantastic goal from Martinelli. Um, I made a note here after 10 minutes, the cop has lost its balls basically saying that all I heard after that particular point was the Arsenal fans singing it at the cop, which was a fantastic turn of events. That's for sure. 11 minutes here. Zinni shot always going wide. He used his left peg out from the left-hand side. It was always going wide. 15th minute, Virgil, Virgil van Dijk, petty and sad. Uh, there was the... I, I feel that we are... We're definitely seeing the decline of Virgil van Dijk uh, we're seeing the the decline of the Liverpool midfield as well as the, um, the centre-back partnership, that's for sure. So I feel like that's probably where um, they're suffering as well as obviously losing Mane and the balance of Sane and Mane. Uh, sorry, um, Salah and Mane. Um, 16th minute, J- uh, Saka uh, ball into Gabriel Jesus at back post. Martinelli brings in the players and should have done better. There was a moment, uh, a moment where, um, you know, a ball was played in and there's moments when things should have done and dealt with better. Uh, that's, uh, that's for, that's for damn sure. Um, but obviously later on, we ended up, uh, that ended up working. Um, Saka, we saw, um, last, was it last week? 
uh, where Trossard started and Saka didn't. We saw very vivid differences to Saka being from the starting point on the pitch to whether he becomes a substitute and then bees and then and is sort of introduced onto the pitch. We saw different differences there, that's for sure. 18th minute here, I've got Henderson, shadow of former self handball, very clinical, uh, very sort of cynical, not clinical. I guess it was clinical as well. Cynical handball from uh, from Henderson. There was loads of moments today where it shows the sort of the aging midfield of the Liverpool uh, centre mids area. Nineteenth uh, minute, uh, Robertson into White getting caught on the pass and Saka to the attack. Uh, yeah, I there was a there was a moment. Obviously, Robertson comes down uh, down the side and White getting caught on the pass to Saka doesn't make it to Saka. I, as I said, I felt like White. Had a bit of a slow start to today's game. Um, and then uh, it created a, an attacking development for Liverpool, which we ended up uh, sort of surviving. Um, Ramsdale doing the business 20th minute, uh, you know, uh, fantastic save uh, from himself. Did you notice as well, guys, one thing I noticed, you know how the Arsenal um, have got uh, sort of like, um, I wouldn't say backhanded tactics, but smart pieces of moments where they have to do something different. So, for example, for example, um, we saw last week uh, Erdegaard holding onto the ball um, just before the penalty was taken, but Gabriel Jesus ends up taking it. But you're thinking Erdegaard's taking it, but it kind of takes a deflection away from the guy that's actually taking the penalty. You're like, okay, that's a quite... A, a cool piece of mental uh, mental gymnastics. Today we saw a, a chance being developed by Liverpool and Gabriel going down, and we're like, oh, oh, oh sorry, Ramsdale, sorry, first was went down, and we're like, oh, is Ramsdale okay? He's fine. Second most clear cut chance from Liverpool, Gabriel goes down, and it's like, hmm, is is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. These are moments where we break up play allow the opportunity for Arteta to give on more in-game instruction. Very smart. I've not seen it done before. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I've not seen that done before. Um, even Gary Neville noticed it after the Gabriel one, the second one, which I found quite interesting. Anyway, as I said, White's been struggling, gets himself a yellow card 22 minutes on. Um, 24 minutes um, holding or Holdini ends up uh, doing the business and keeping us uh, at at one nil, uh, and then twenty five minutes. It's a very open game. Uh, lots going on. As I said, very very heated. That's for sure. And then the moment comes in twenty seventh minute. Martinelli with a beautiful cross uh, through to Gabriel Jesus with a beautifully deft header into the back of the net and uh, puts it down into the ground, which was fantastic stuff. Xhaka being the pass through to Martinelli, who was stretching the play out there on the left hand side, really showing TAA. Trent Alexander-Arnold, the business today, a guy that's kind of been indifferent this season. And we've kind of abused that today, which is fantastic tactical work from there, from Arteta and the rest of the Arsenal guys. Um, but yeah, Virgil van Dijk uh, getting caught flat-footed, out of place, out of position, uh, and giving Gabriel Jesus pretty much a free header from nothing, um, purely because Virgil van Dijk's uh, got some sort of uh, I don't know what's going on within the season, if I'm honest with you. But there we go. So we're 2-0 up at this point. A fantastic moment. And only 27 minutes in. A, a definite moment that I felt like this was a game that we could potentially go on and do the business uh, for the rest of the game. That's for sure. Anyway, Loki, let's jump back into the chat. Loki, this point, 
uh, could win the league. Agreed. We've got to be PMA, positive mental attitude. We've got to look at this with the most positivity that we can address to this sort of situation. It's very easy to sort of succumb to moments like this adversity and kind of and let it consume us. At the end of the day, we've got to enjoy the experience that we've led us to this moment, okay? So we've got to keep enjoying the moments up until this point. We've just drawn to Liverpool, Anfield, a team that is impressive. Okay, yeah, they've been subpar this season, but they're still an incredibly impressive side. They beat Man United 7-0, a team that is in fourth place right now. So I'm not saying or anything, don't look too much into what I'm saying, but I'm just saying it's still Liverpool, the team that's been the only team that's really been challenging Manchester City for the last few years. There's going to be moments when that team's going to come to the fruition and that team is what we saw this evening, that's for sure. Uh, that's how I felt about it anyway. Anyway, uh, yeah, C City have loads more games uh, than us. Uh, exactly. They've got one extra game, guys. You've got to bear that in mind. It's not just done and dusted. Um, Virgil van Dijk is absolutely not the same player since his injury. I think we can say that a lot about most football players. Um, the one that comes to mind more than most is, uh, is Hector Bellerin. I think his injury kind of destroyed his career. Um, but I'm sure we can all agree on that one. Uh, Rudy, good evening. Hello, all. Before the game, I would have taken a draw. After the game, I am disappointed. Uh, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's a weird feeling. I said even at the start of the season, I think Arsenal fans would would 100 take a draw. But and I think a lot of Arsenal fans, like yourself, really would would have taken a draw at the start of the game. Um, and and you still feel frustrated. It's like getting something for free and then still feeling like you need to deserve a refund. Um, Patrick Carlson, welcome. White should have done better on the Firmino goal. We'll discuss Firmino. Jesus Christ, Firmino. Uh, Rudy, how we invite the pressure on our second half is something we really need to learn and improve on. Agreed. Uh, Luan Carlos Martinelli is gr is a grateful surprise for us here um, as well, in, obviously in Brazil. He was a youngster from a small club in the second division here in Brazil. Nobody really knows him until he moved to Arsenal. Peace of gold. Agreed. Oi, oi, from the Cancun. Very nice, Paul. Now, thanks for rubbing that one in. It's it's freezing cold here in the Midlands. So thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll take the draw, but a ton of work needs to be done ahead of us. Agreed. Uh, boy, I will save that and come back to that one later. Bring back Balogun. Well, that's not going to happen until now, until the end of the season. Um, Patrick Carlson. The Salah goal was pure luck. Gabby, it hits him and in on goal. Rambo probably saved it otherwise. Well, that's happened quite a few times so far this season, hasn't it? Uh, Loki, myself, uh, I would have brought on Tierney after 50 minutes. We needed to defend Zeng uh, Zinchenko goes often astray. Uh, obviously, we saw um, Kivior coming on um, to kind of do that holding thing, but holding was already on the pitch, so we couldn't do that. So we had to go kind of do the Kivior thing. I think Tierney may have been a, a more astute uh, substitution and then put Zinchenko into the midfield. Loki completely nailed it for me, that's for sure. Uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce that. That's not that's, that's just not English for me. I'm sorry. Thank you. Uh, there was a penalty in the last minute. Uh, they will push uh, where they pushed Salah. Uh, I think there was a lot of moments in the game. I'm going to, by your question, I don't know. Are you an Arsenal fan? So, uh, you know, <laughs> Rudy. Uh, yes, Liverpool have been a really good strike force. Well, we knew it, but we gave up playing our way of football in the second half. Yeah, I feel like we gave up after about 35 minutes. Uh, I think somebody mentioned something about 
35 minutes, we kind of just changed into, I don't even know what it was. I can't remember who wrote it. Somebody said something about 35 minutes and things kind of changed for us. I completely agree with that. Um, uh, we've got here, what have we got? Oh, no, sorry, one sec. Uh, this one, here we go. Paul Neal, uh, Liverpool should have been 4-2 up if they took their chances. Agreed. Uh, Daniel Gordon, I think being 2-0 made the draw feel like a loss. Actually, pretty smart. I agree with that one. Um, Arteta was foolish for putting Kivior in this game. Uh, Kieran Tierney has played centre-back for us um, in that FA Cup run, played centre-back for Scotland too. Uh, agreed, boy, 10. Um, I, I agree. We were just we were just saying, I, I definitely feel like uh, Tierney should have been the substitution, not Kivior. Uh, Rudy, yes, agree with Loki. Tierney should have been subbed in way earlier. Both of our fullbacks struggled massively in the second half, which invited the pressure into our defence in the first place. Exactly. Exactly, Monto. Uh, let's go back to the uh, to the stats here. We've got a, a, a another few moments, 32 minutes here, and Gabriel Ramsdale making the, making the difference uh, with regards to keeping out an effort from Liverpool. Can't remember exactly what it was, but I just made a note that Ramsdale and Gabriel made the difference. 34th minute, kill the game time. Another chance to another player down. I think that was the Gabriel moment. I think a moment was ha- of, of Liverpool, a, pu- a piece of brilliance happened uh, and Gabriel went down. I think that was the second time that happened. Uh, and then there was a communication and been able to sort of kind of regroup. Uh, 39th minute here, Robinson just fouling Saka. Once again, we're seeing rotational fouling on, on Bakayo Saka, something that we've seen quite prevalently throughout the season. And today is no difference. It's quite funny, actually. I put here 39th minute, Robinson just fouling Saka. Can't get into the game. Arsenal control now. 40th minute, Xhaka doing old Xhaka things. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about possibly the biggest moment of the entire football match. A moment that I didn't see coming. I don't think any Arsenal fans see coming either. Um, it's a it's a, it's a moment that if you saw last season, you would have gone, yeah, <laughs> standard stuff, really. Um, but this season, it was a kind of a slap in the face. Um, Xhaka, and I've been quite open about it, is has been my favourite player throughout this season. The partnership that he has developed with Thomas Partey has been the team that's drove, you know, driven us to the top of the table. And now we're in, you know, if we said at the start of the season, we were looking at top four contention and now we're looking at title contenders and we're like, what the fuck? Uh, I think Xhaka is definitely one of those contributors in that regard. Um, Xhaka has a moment of just, I don't know what to fucking call it, if I'm honest with you. Um, Fabinho uh, makes a challenge in on Zaka, which was uh, Xhaka, which was very, very light. Uh, Xhaka goes down, you know, very comically. Uh, there was there was obviously a couple of moments where Gabriel Jesus did that early on in the first half as well. And I was a bit like, I don't want that. In, I don't, you know, I want to win, but I don't want to win like a fucking douchebag. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I'm not a massive fan of the theatrics where they're rolling around looking like they've been shot from the, you know, the top of the uh, top of the stadium, um, and then uh, so the the throw on, and we lose possession, and the ball is played, and Trent Alexander Arnold is able to play it back into the Liverpool defence, and they're able to recycle possession. Jacker puts an arm in and just basically puts his, uh, an arm into Trent Alexander Arnold's back and just takes him out. Uh, a, a kerfuffle uh, occurs, and they have a little bit of a tiff. 
and they both get yellow cards. I, I was just like, what the fuck? Why are you doing this, Yaka? What the fuck? All you need to do at this point, we're two new up away from home to Liverpool at Anfield, a, a place where we haven't won since 2012. We're at the top of the table in a push that we could potentially win the title. You've put, we are now two new up in a game that could win. Basically is, is a, is one foot in the door at winning the premier league title, a title, you know, he's been at the club now since 2016. You know, he's won a couple of FA Cups, but this is a huge result if we if we manage to pull this one off. And then he goes and does something that doesn't surprise last year's Xhaka compared to the absolute fucking fairy tale story that we've seen of this year's Xhaka. I'm like, what the fuck? Where has this guy come from? I don't, I literally, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't fucking get it. Anyway, uh, so that's not one of the uh, comments that I... Uh, that's something that we've already discussed. Yes, I agree with Loki. Yeah, no, okay, here we go. Um, Arteta should have subbed off Tier and Kearney for, uh, <laughs> on for Paul Tierney. Nice. Uh, Ramsdale, boy 10. Ramsdale is going to win the league and Southgate is going to find a reason not to start him for England. I already said that. Gareth Southgate plays old-fashioned football. That's the reason why he doesn't like to play out from the back. It's the reason why he uses Maguire and Pickford. Paul Neal, yes, agreed. It's feeling like a loss, but still a missed PK and Robinson put it wide. Just think uh, we were lucky with the draw. Agreed. Uh, we were 3-1 in the end of it. Was, yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. I hope you're right. I hope Ramsdale is going to be the one that wins us the league. Uh, Boy 10, on, uh, I'm on the belief that Xhaka still has to go. Uh, would replace him in Elneny in a heartbeat with SMS um, Milikovic-Savic. And another, possibly Caicedo or Declan Rice's names that are going to be floated around in the summer, that's for sure. Um, and I agree with you. Jack has been fantastic this season, but a player, that uh, a position that we need to fulfill is the central midfield position. So um, possibly Xhaka to the bench. And then bringing in somebody else. We'll see what happens. Rudy, uh, Xhaka was absolutely nothing to do with our second half. Why do we shape, uh, scapegoat Xhaka now? Trent provoked him and the ref needed to interfere here, but the guy was piss poor. I'm not using Xhaka as a scapegoat. I'm not doing that this season. He's been my favorite player this season and has been and still is. It was just a glimpse and a moment of old school Xhaka kind of waking us up from a coma where we're like living in a Xhaka world. He's still going to have moments where he's going to be human. I'm not saying that he's a scapegoat for the second half, but he's definitely a scapegoat for bringing the cop alive and getting there, there for their, their kind of their goal that kind of reintroduced them. Uh, just before the second half. That's how I feel about it, Rudy. I don't know how you do. That's fine. Um, I can go to rival fans. This is Boy saying to Paul. I can go to rival fans to hear about how we aren't going to win it. Have to believe it's coming to the Emirates. I completely concur with that one. Rudy, people who are saying that Xhaka hit Trent with his arm really need to see this situation again. It was all on Trent that wanted to provoke the reaction. Xhaka did nothing. I agree with you, Rudy. But what you've got to remember is sometimes when you retaliate, the retaliation is what is noticed. As much as Trent knew what he was doing, Xhaka should be smart enough to not be brought into the situation. Uh, that's, that's how I feel about it. It doesn't even matter about the yellow card. I don't give a flying shit about that. I give a, fact, I give a flying fuck about the fact that they rattled, visually rattled us. 
it brought the cop alive. That's where I have my problem. That's where I have my problem. Tomorrow, it'll feel like a point one. Obviously, we are in a moment where we are very raw with our emotions. We're very, it's, I'm very much just telling you how it is. And as you are as well in the chat, um, exactly how we're feeling uh, within moments of the result, you know? And so, yeah, who knows how we'll feel tomorrow? Who knows? Who knows? Um, People scapegoating Xhaka for this horrible second half, uh, not being able to analyze the game properly. As I said, I don't blame Xhaka for the second half. Not at all. But I do blame him for the uh, sort of bringing the cop alive, regardless of how that feels. And Paul agrees with Loki as well, as do I. Um, so go back to the uh, the moments of the game. What have we got here? Yeah, Xhaka doing Xhaka things. 41, uh, 41 minutes. So this is literally one minute later, guys. There's got to be a correlation here. Uh, uh, Salah goal holding uh, getting done uh, and Zinni uh, out of position and Gabriel uh, kind of flat footed um, allowing Salah to get in in the back post and putting it into the back of the net very frustrating um, just before the stroke of half time but I'll tell you what if there's ever a moment where you want to concede a goal it's just before the stroke of half time not after half time because you know when it's the stroke of half time you can kind of give it you can you can adapt to that particular moment and give the team talking co- correspondence to that. When it's after half time, it kind of deletes the, con- the the whole half team talk that you've given. So, I guess when when I'm playing devil advocate here, uh, there we are. Um, forty four refs one. I'm not making the right call here on the forty fourth minute. Forty uh, fifth minute. Gabriel Jesus playing wonderfully. Um, moments where Gabriel Jesus is, is running back and doing some fantastic defensive work. Um, he's also having moments where there's a lot of heavy footed being played into him by Liverpool. Um, there was a moment, I think, where he was offered to be handed back up by a Liverpool player and he refused it. The cop got very annoyed and was starting to give him some insults. And it's a bit like, fuck off. I don't care. I'm not looking to be your best mate after this, that's for sure. Um, and then second half, uh, sorry, half time came in to play. Um, and uh, I'll go to chat and then we'll, well, then we'll talk about the most weirdest thing I think I've ever seen in football for a very fucking long time. Um, so we've got here, Loki, I can't abide Jacker, but uh, not his fault today. I agree. Second half was not his fault, um, but he showed moments uh, of weakness that kind of make us wake up a little bit from the Jacker bubble. Uh, Rudy, no, uh, the goal brought back the atmosphere at Anfield, uh, for fuck's sake, not Jacker. All right, Rudy. I I appreciate your opinion. I'm just saying from stat, uh, from from watching it and making notes. This is just my opinion. I'm not saying it is the opinion the opinion of everyone. I'm just saying it's just it's just the it's just my opinion. On 40th minute, Xhaka is doing Xhaka things. 60 seconds later or less, Salah scores. Just saying, there's got to be a correlation there. I'm not saying that it's 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 completely that. I'm just saying it doesn't help the situation. That's all I'm saying. All right, Rudy. Please don't kill me. I appreciate you are frustrated as we all are. I'm not just some fake Arsenal fan that's just sitting here. I am wearing a Hayward Teeth shirt, but obviously that's because it's a good luck charm. But I, you know, I'm on the I'm I'm in the same emotional room as you. I'm just saying that's my opinion on it. That's all. You don't have to agree with it, and that's fine. Um, Boy 10, 
think this is good tidings, to be honest. Sharpen the minds of the team for this final push of the season. Uh, we're good, but we aren't so good that we can cakewalk Liverpool at Anfield. Bring levels now. Agreed. Agreed. Paul, only question I have for Arteta is why Kivior over Tierney. Exactly. We all agree with you, Paul. Easy to say in hindsight. Agree with you once again, but thought it was strange at the time of the sub. Agreed. What position was Kivior playing? I'm going to assume one of the, uh, one of the three centre backs, possibly the left-handed side. Gabriel may play, maybe play in the centre. We can only astute. We uh, make observations and guesses at this point. Who knows? Uh, Loki, thumbs up, peeps. It's free. It is appreciated. As I said, I got 52 likes last week, but obviously we won. Today we haven't, so there's going to be less viewership naturally because. You know, whenever we and, and as I said, we feel like we've lost today. Liverpool fans have feel like they've drawn, but we feel like we've lost. And people don't want to relive moments like this. And I completely understand that. That's fine. Uh boy ten also needs to sharpen Arteta's mind that keep your sub reeks of managerial complacency. Find any minutes for the new signing without putting the result first. Yeah, we're we're all on the same page, boy. Ten. We're all on the same page in regards to the uh, the Kivior uh, substitution. Rudy, uh, this goal before halftime really changed the momentum of the game. It did. I completely and utterly agree with you. It did. Uh, Curtis Shaw went mad on his stream uh, when Xhaka did the thing. Uh, I'm, I don't know who Curtis Shaw is. You're going to need to give me some. I have no idea. Am I? I'm 36. Do I? Am I? I'm, I don't know. Uh, was also going mad at the ref, though. Rudy, Liverpool's goal, Xhaka incident um, has absolute no correlation. Uh, I respect your opinion, but it's only lazy analysis from you. It's so cool. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Rudy. Thanks, man. I appreciate it, I guess. <laughs> I'm just being... The difficult thing here, and I've been in this position many, many times. I streamed on Twitch for years, uh, and I did it full-time for, for a couple of years. It's always very, very difficult to uh, convey an opinion because I'm laying myself out bare. I'm putting myself out there all raw and, 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 and all emotion and all feeling. So I'm going to give moments uh, of uh, that's gone through my mind and gone, right, this is how I feel. And you can see my facial expression, and you can see everything in between. You can see all the good, bad, and the ugly. And sometimes it's not going to be perfect. Sometimes it's going to be purely based on opinion. And that's just my opinion. Um, and, uh, but, you know, you don't, obviously you don't have to agree with me, but it's obviously, it's going to be difficult for me to not uh, be reactive to, to said that. So uh, I completely understand where you're coming from, Rudy. That's fine. I respect your opinion as well. Um, but I don't feel like it was lazy analysis on my behalf, which which you said, but that's, but you're more than, but it's free. I, I'm a big believer in free speech. You're happy to, I'm happy. No problem. No problem. Uh, Boy 10 was actually surprised that Arteta made any subs, to be honest. Thought the game was too finely balanced for it. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Hindsight is a tricky, tricky mistress. Uh, Paul Neal, my old man is a Liverpool fan. We were at 9-0 to Bournemouth earlier in this season. We watched the game here on vacation and it feels like we lost an opportunity for Liverpool to get three points. Yeah, it's always going to look like that because Liverpool looked at it as a, as a draw and we looked at it as a loss. It's going to be really, really difficult. Let's just enjoy the experience. We got ourselves a point in a very tricky fixture. Go and enjoy the rest of your holiday. Don't let this uh, ruin your week. Let's not do a uh, fever pitch on this one. Loki, one game a week for us now. No excuses. Let's have it. Fucking right. 
Love it, Loki. Love it. Uh, Boy 10, don't worry if you don't know who Curtis Shaw is. He's uh, just an Arsenal watch-along streamer. Very muffin. Uh, Rudy, Arteta made the wrong substitutions today. Why he subbed off Ar Erdegaard? I really don't know. Tini had to come on way earlier. Completely agree with you. Uh, Phil, evening, Dick. Sorry I'm late. Not a problem, sunshine. How you doing, fella? You all right then? What's going on? Um, yeah, we're just having a discussion in a moment. We're at halftime at this particular point in the podcast. I'm happy with the point after Xhaka woke up Anfield. Don't say that, Phil. Rudy, Rudy's, Rudy's not happy with that. Don't say that. I'm only pulling your leg, Rudy. Um, but uh, yeah, halftime. So there was a moment, guys, where our halftime Sky Sports commentary just before the adverts went, there was a moment where Robinson uh, had an altercation with somebody. He looks upset. We're going to come back to it after the break. And I'm thinking, you fucking petty wankers. What the fuck is this? Fucking child fucking playground bullshit. Just tell us what the fuck happened instead of this fucking mind games you want to play anyway so i checked on twitter and uh loads of people were talking about how the assistant referee linesman did a little bit of movie tie i saw anyway a little bit of movie tie on robinson i was like what the fuck um so uh second off come uh you know comment, they, they go back to the the presenters in uh in the studio and they're discussing it and talking about it and robinson goes up to the linesman has a chat with him Listen, I don't know what's said. I don't know what's said. But <laughs> Robinson gets gets a little bit of uh I'm thinking Tony Jar. Tony Jar's brilliant. Great, great actor. He does a lot of Muay Thai films. Love Tony Jar. Jet Lee kind of brings that essence a bit of unleashed. You know, Jar. Uh it does kind of like a I I don't know what it is. If you haven't seen it would recommend going on social media right now and checking it out. It's something that I've never, ever seen before in my entire life. I don't know how you felt about it, but there we are. Uh, gave Robinson the people's elbow. Yeah, a lot of people were calling it Stone Cold Steve Austin. A lot of people were calling it the people's elbow. I, I know that we're all taking the piss out of official officials and how they're just sort of taking hold of the game and abusing situations. But I'm like, the fuck? What the fuck is going on here? Um, anyway, so that was what happened. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have no idea. Uh, Charles, welcome to the stream. How are you? Can someone explain how Fabinho and Henderson uh, mid overpowered Jacker and Party and screwed us in uh, screwed us in one half? There is a class difference in basic player potential. Still, how they do? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I thought, uh, I thought Fabinho and Henderson had really bad games, but they still managed to do the business. Who knows? Daniel, our passing was so sketchy, we couldn't get five in a row. While all the passes, deflections, and crosses were accurate and kept us um, struck, uh, stuck in our defense. Yeah, um, it was definitely a game that we struggled. At the end of the day, it's Anfield, isn't it? It's Anfield. It's Liverpool at Anfield. It's always going to be a tough, 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 tough game. Uh, Phil, I put your question uh, into the uh, into the post stuff. Um, procrastinating Womble, a good evening to you. Uh, woke up Anfield uh, in quotations. Why do we fire up a myth that before that benefits another team? Driven by years of Anfield media, Liverpool were the city of eighties. Completely agree. I'm only going by uh, the the sound decibel levels that were given off by the Liverpool team. 
uh, sorry, the Liverpool fans, uh, they were dead silent up until that point because we were 2-0 up and then it kind of awoken them. Uh, they scored one minute later. I, I don't know what, well, even less than a minute later. I don't know what else to say, really, to be honest with you. It it complete, I can, I, I could be speaking complete shite. And, and I'm fine to admit that. I'm just saying there's a correlation there. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Phil, I took my glasses off at half time, so I missed it. Don't worry about it. Good question, Charles. We'll come back to that one. Uh, oh, the the Charles the the Charles question with the Fabinho Henderson midfield partnership. Yes, agreed, Paul. Agreed. Uh, Phil, I thought we were heading for an Anfield eighty nine moment, but Martinelli. Mm, we'll talk about that in a bit. So we'll come back into the second half then after a little bit of UFC at half time, which was always pleasant to watch. Um, what we got here, uh, my thought was Robinson got the yellow card at halftime in a weird thing. Uh, Virgil van Dijk and Trent Alexander-Arnold all managed to get themselves on the books at half t- before halftime. So I'm thinking this allows Saka, Martinelli, Erdogan and Gabriel Jesus to keep on pressuring them because they're going to have to sort of second guess their chances and challenges that they make now. Uh, that's how I felt about it anyway. Um, the 80, uh, 48th minute here, holding uh, holding off Gakpo very well. Just thought that was quite funny. And uh, we got here the 50th minute. It was only five minutes after halftime. Five minutes, uh, sorry, five minutes in. 50th minute, holding, giving away a very, 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 very soft penalty. Very, very, very soft penalty. Um, and then a, a yellow card given to Ramsdale for a little bit of a mind game. People won't say mind game, but he's walking around. He's rubbing his hands on the pitch at, like near the halfway line. <laughs> I was cracking. I was like, what the fuck's Ramsdale doing? He's going for a fucking wonder. He's going on a pilgrimage before the penalty. I loved it. Anyway, got himself a yellow card. He found that entertaining. I found it thoroughly entertaining as well. Um, uh, but yeah, very, very weak penalty given. And Holding being the guy that gives it a little bit frustrated. Um, they also, just before Salah took the penalty, they showed up a graph of the penalties that the last four that Salah had taken. No, five that Salah had taken. He'd scored three, missed two, right? So two of them were down the center. One of them was slightly to the right. And one of them was above the bar and one of them was to the left of the bar outside of the outside of the pen, outside of the uh, the the net. And my brain went, he's going left. He's going left. You know, he's done he's done two centers, one slightly right, he's gonna go left. He goes left, but he goes so far left that he goes completely wide of the post. And we're all sitting there thinking, what the fuck is going on right now? Salah's missed himself a penalty. In a moment where we thought maybe, right, this is our moment where Arsenal can kind of get hold of the game and we can drive forward and do the business. There we are. But there we are. Keane called Robinson a big baby. Love it. That's awesome. If you've got the clip for that, make sure you tag um, ABW on Twitter. Paul, uh, cheers, Jay. It's uh, time for happy hour. Up the Arsenal. Enjoy your fucking self, you bastard. Patrick, no penalty. So fucking light. Oh, my God. It's so, so light. Uh, Phil, soft, but still a pen. It is still a penalty. Light as fuck, but it's still a penalty in my eyes. Uh, boy, 10, cheers. Drink one for me. Loving it. We're all embracing the fact that Paul's having a fucking great time. 
Phil, I, I would have put my house if I'd own one on Salah scoring. I think most people would. I think most people would. Clock Orange, welcome to the stream. Uh, it feels like drops uh, points dropped. Uh, we should have won there. Now we have more pressure and a harder, harder running. Uh, yeah, um, we are still. I think Rudy said it right. We're still. I think it was it Rudy. I think Rudy said it. We're very much uh, in the emotional moment of the game. Uh, there's a lot of um, high. We're very emotional right now. We've got a lot of stuff flooding out of us. Um, and we're just having a very heated discussion about the game. Not heated, but just very just drawn, you know, uh, conversations about what's going on in the game and stuff. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, in hindsight, hopefully by tomorrow, we'll see it as a point one. I can't remember who said that. Apologies on both that regard, but uh, I appreciate the comments said in the chat. Uh, Charles, Liverpool are the most British team I see. They're a team with a mix of old school tactics with rotational fouling, long punts from goal to wide forwards or transitioning from dual wins. Yes, that's a very funny analogy. I I actually agree with you there. And then the irony being is they're the most British team, but the most anti-British team at, at the same time. Very unusual. Patrick, Paul Tierney gives Jota a penalty. What? Are the odds? We could be all day talking about VAR and officials. Um, so let's just let's just try and cut up, mentalize that, and sort of uh, bring it into a, a moment, and then place it to the side because otherwise we're just going to eat ourselves up with it. Boy, ten, we could still beat City. That would change everything. Agree. Twenty sixth of April uh, is going to be the biggest game of the season and everyone says oh this is the biggest game and then two weeks later this is the biggest game but overall it was always going to be six months ago this was always going to be the biggest game away from home to City Um, so we'll see what happens Phil not been so shocked since writing Mr. Penn against Palace back in the day that's fair enough more than fair enough. Um, if you're new to the stream, whether it be on Twitch, YouTube, or Twitter, please hit us up with a subscribe on YouTube, a follow on Twitch and on Twitter, and also hit us up with a like, uh, whether it be on YouTube or Twitter. So we appreciate it, guys, here at ABW. Um, so, right, uh, what have we got going on here? Uh, missed penalty, uh, rotational fouling on Saka here, 54th minute, 56th minute. Ramsdale makes the save, one of the saves of the game anyway, from Salah. Arsenal looking lost, need to get hold of the game. 60th minute, Trossard for Gabriel Jesus. I called it uh, on the 60th minute to my mate. I sent a message to him saying, you know, that's the substitution that I would personally make. Uh, My friend said Saka, and I said, you know, we've seen Trossard play out on the right-hand side. I prefer to see Trossard up top. You know, it always electrifies, re-electrifies Martinelli, who was the game uh, the player of uh, one of my man and matches anyway, that's for sure. 65th minute, Arsenal regained the ball. We're starting to look good again with the possession of the football. 68th minute, holding a uh, great watch, uh, you know, ball and it made a clearance as well. Um, holding grew into the game. I think we're lucky to not see the holding of late. I think this is very much a Samson moment where the more hair holding has, the better he is as a footballer, as much as we're seeing moments where he's making mistakes and whatnot. I still feel like we've got a better holding now than we did ha- than we did have a few seasons ago. I'm obviously a little bit anxious, and as I'm sure we all are, in regards to the uh, Saliba situation, uh, but we can only just have PMA at this point, positive mental attitude. 
And then uh, then we got here, uh, 70th minute, Thiago uh, coming on uh, for substitution for Liverpool. And it just reminded me of the times when he used to be an absolute boss at Bayern Munich. And Jesus Christ, Liverpool just can't get him going, really, can they? Uh, 73rd minute, Martinelli to Saka. Couldn't get there. Takes a touch. Unlucky. Uh, Robinson just does enough. Another moment where uh, Saka and Martinelli combine beautifully, but unfortunately not able to combine uh, convincingly enough. And then the moment happens for me. 78th minute, and all I wrote was Firmino. I don't know if you can see that. 78th minute there, in the middle of the screen, Firmino. Uh, I even texted to my mate. I was like, he's got a history of scoring against us. The guy loves to score against us. 70th minute, one minute later, Trossard comes on for Gabriel Jesus. So we called that. So that's pretty cool to get a mini little win. That's for sure. Kivior, 80th minute, comes on for Erdegaard. The new hold the door moment. Obviously, holding already being on the pitch. And we always used him as the hold the door moment because of holding. Uh, but Kivior coming on. And obviously, we completely agree that we would have preferred to see Tierney in those moments. That's for sure. Um Let's go back to the chat. Uh, we could still beat City. That could change everything. Agreed, boy 10. Uh, Phil, that's not uh, not been to... Oh, yeah, we've, we've, we've answered those questions. Boy 10, all the games get bigger as the games get ticked off. Every single game is a final. Uh, the refs procrastinating Womble. Uh, the refs in the Prem are so bad, they're now hiring bodyguards to run the line. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. I like that. That was good. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on with officiating in this country. It's crazy. Clock orange. We need to beat City and Newcastle away. We've also got Chelsea guys to to contend with as well. Bear that in mind. Uh, boy 10, was Paul Tini so poor today because he needed to make sure he got home from Anfield? Probably. Charles, come you on, Gunners. I'm guessing you mean come on, you guys. It's all to play for. Ramsdale is seriously top class. It's okay. Not every game is worth ca- uh, worth cakewalks. We move on to Manchester City. I've had some bad games um, in a 100-point season. I'm guessing that's what you mean. Yes. Uh, we need to we need to move forward and we need to move forward with, with purpose. Ramsdale is definitely a keeper that's uh, that's going to win us the title. Let's, uh, let's, let's hold our heads up high, guys. Come on. Um, what have we got here? Phil, I, I would have taken Saka, not Jesus off uh, Trossi. Interesting. Okay. Um, Loki, games versus bottom half teams, more dangerous for City and us. Phil, holding FM. I like it. Um, holding uh, from Baldy to Alice Band in a season. What a guy. Yeah, his luscious locks are uh, something to behold. Charles, points deserved. Penalty was very dubious as the ref crumbled. Should have given a calm review from Fields Cam. If Firmino is our pain, Martinelli is theirs. Completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. Klopp wasn't uh, pleased with the ref. I don't think anybody was pleased with the ref, uh, Patrick, if I'm going to be honest. Um, so yeah, Keith, you're coming on for Erdogan, eighth minute. Uh, Nunez coming on. Uh, Nunez, when did Nunez come in on? I've got 81st minute in Nunez. I have no idea. Um, Ramsdale was just better. Well, he just is. Um, he he sh- he got man of the match. I'm pretty sure he got man of the match in actual game. 85th minute, Saka with a beautiful bit of skill. Unlucky Trossard wasn't there. It was kind of like a back hill in the, in the penalty box, if you remember that. There was nobody really making any runs at the back post or anything like that. And then Saka made a ball across and it was just, nobody was there. Uh, 86th minute, 
so it took five, six, seven, eight, eight minutes. Maths, quick maths. Eight minutes for Firmino to score. I don't want to talk about it. Eight, seven minute. Arsenal uh, just don't. <laughs> they, I, I really, we were struggling up until this point. I think it's safe to say that the first half was ours. Second half was theirs. And we just, even after that second goal, we just didn't seem to sort of rejuvenate ourselves. Even that, even after that moment, I feel like we really, really struggled. So I don't really know what to say about it. Honestly. Um, yeah, um, I was, um, as I said to you earlier, I was sitting in a pub earlier because the pub was calling. I don't know why. I just felt like it was a pub moment for me. Uh, as I said, I brought my notepad and I was making notes of the game as I did do on my phone because my pen ran out. Um, but there was a few Liverpool fans in the pub, including, listen to this, a Manchester City fan that wore a Liverpool shirt that he bought a current one purely because the guy that runs the bar is an Arsenal fan. That's where we are right now. Um, I assumed he was a Liverpool fan until I got told. So there we are. Those Liverpool fans in that pub celebrated like it was not even a draw, but a victory in their eyes. And the Arsenal fans, uh, me and the guy that run the bar at that particular point, were basically acting like it was a loss. And I feel like a lot of us are as well. I I think that who, I think, I think it was Rudy that said it tomorrow that we'll feel maybe a little bit better with hindsight and talk about how this is a point gained rather than two points lost. Cause at the moment it's so raw. And that's how I hope and pray that we'll see it tomorrow. I really, really fucking do. I really need to hold on to something here. Um, Ramsdale for man of the match. Who do you feel like your man of the match was? I feel like everybody here will probably say Ramsdale, as I will agree. I will, however, say, to finish off the the sort of coverage of the match in this two-all draw to Liverpool at Anfield, in a, you know, a place that we haven't won since 2012 when we just signed Lucas Podolski and... Santi Cazorla, what a player he was. Um, and, uh, you know, Abu Dhabi bef- performed one of his extraordinary displays of uh, of skill that he, that the ability he had about him. Absolutely loved Diaby. I will say one thing, guys. The shirt that they wore, the purple and black shirt that they wore, I don't know if you've ever heard of a band called Rizzle Kicks. They ended up doing a song for the collaboration release of that shirt. It's called Demolition Man. And there's a video of Alex Song, Kieran Gibbs, and Alex Osei Chamberlain running in that kit whilst Rizzle Kicks are singing. It's pretty cool. It's a song that I like to listen to before an Arsenal game to kind of get me pumped up. So uh, I find it quite coincidental that's kind of intertwined because that was the shirt for that season. Anyway, that's how I feel about it. Um, Did you guys know that the final XGs for tonight's game or this afternoon's game uh, was Arsenal 1.81. And I know a lot of people don't like to hear statistics or they don't really rate them or they don't believe that XG is a big thing. And I agree with you. You know, it's, 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 you've got to take it with a pinch of salt, everything with a pinch of salt. Um, I still felt like we should have won the game, but XG for Arsenal was 1.81. And for Liverpool, it finished at 4.76. So statistically, if you're playing football manager, 
and you're the Liverpool fan, the manager, you're going to be pissed. That's all I'm saying. It really validates who Aaron Ramsdale is and the signing that we have made. And the fact that he's become the keeper that he is today. I heard talks today about him looking like David Seaman and shit. And it's just like, wow, this keeper's, this Ramsdale guy is fucking something else. He really, really is. Um, Liverpool created 1.85 XG more than the 7-0 beating against Manchester United. So that tells you a lot, even more so about Aaron Ramsdale and the fact that he brings just a different class of uh, of player to the to the game, that's for sure. So Ramsdale, for me, is man of the match. How you felt about it? Uh, let me know. Uh, let's go back to the chat. Uh, we've got Phil here. Big hugs to Danny if you're watching, of course. Uh, boy 10, keep your sub is uh, just a, a, such an aberration. Uh, play needs an off-season after not getting minutes for two months upon landing. Uh, mismanagement from Arteta on this one. It's worse when you can learn he can play DM. Agreed. It was not the right call. Phil Macker, weirdo, a city supporter. Yeah, well, you know what? It doesn't shock me. Uh, so I say that with in mind. I showed him him this picture because I, I saw it today. Uh, it's a live Chester City. I just... I just don't have any words. Um, I thought we brought Jorginho in to kill off games like this. Patrick, do you know what? I didn't even think about it. You're fucking right. Boy 10, where is Danny? I assumed he's uh, around because he was in the hybrid squad chat. Um, he's got some stuff going on right now in IRL. So the idea of running a podcast uh, is not up his, uh, it's not one of his priorities um, considering what's going on. Um he talked about it in the last podcast uh, for ABW. So if you want to know, uh, either uh, revert to there or you can chat to him on, at, uh, you know, on Twitter. So that's uh, that, can, that can be done as well. So Charles, hi, Deke. Uh, what's your opinion on Newcastle and City and Chelsea matchups? Um, I think Newcastle, we can do the business. I think with Chelsea, we can do the business. I think City... You know, I want, I want, the, I want the win. But I think we'll draw... And we'll see what happens. But I think Newcastle win Chelsea, we win. Chelsea look an absolute shambles, bringing in Lampard again. It's all a bit of a comedic joke. Um, so I'm not really worried there. Um, Newcastle, I think they're going to play quite defensive again, even though uh, I um, they look quite good offensively the last few games. I still feel like we've got more to, to, to offer. Hopefully, by then Saliba will be back as well. That's for sure. Procrastinating Womble. Uh, second from Phil uh, from Phil Macker, I'm going to assume it is on regards to the the City supporter who wore a Liverpool shirt. Uh, boy, turn at Martinelli is my man of the match. We don't get those two goals without him making uh, Trent earn his keep. Agreed. Very nice. Uh, Phil Macker, I'm happy with the draw after what went down, and Rami was world class. Definitely England number one. Yeah, he obviously made those those last ditch saves towards at the very end of the game as well. Um, I completely missed him because I went to the toilet. I thought the game was done and dusted. But there was moments uh, where Saka, you know, Martinelli could... I don't want to talk about it because it's emotional. <laughs> it's frustrating. You know, Martinelli could have played the ball into Saka and could have been one-on-one -on -one with the keeper and he didn't. And it was a misplaced pass. Saka, uh, Salah go, you know, uh, Ramsdale, sorry, uh, makes a save as well. It's, it's I could, yeah. Uh, Loki, City fans are rarer than Jimmy Shaffle, Jimmy Savile tribute bands. 
Jesus Christ. Wasn't aware Rizzle Kicks were Liverpool fans. Arsenal fans, but sure. Uh, Daniel Gordon, uh, how does Ramsdale not get man of the match with those stats? He does in IRL. He does, definitely. Uh, do you think uh, we win the game if Saliba played? Yes. Not even a question, as much as I like holding. Um, he doesn't give away the penalty, um, which I know that Salah doesn't score, but it kind of it kind of kicks him up a gear. And, you know, a lot of people might want to disagree with me on that, and that's absolutely fine. Opinions, uh, you know, that's absolutely fine. Everyone's allowed to have an opinion. I just feel like giving them moments like that, it kind of um, gives them the breath of life back into the game. So there we are. Uh, Daniel Gordon, also, you're doing a great job hosting by yourself. Thank you, Daniel. That's uh, Danny, I'm here. He is here. Uh, Danny, listening, but had stuff to do. He did. He did. He is here. So, guys, if you want to spread some love to Danny, spread him with love. Then he's in the chat. Uh, what was Livchester's thing you put on the screen? Uh, drown your throne in your holy water. It's parched. I agree with you. <laughs> in my Discord. I agree with you. I, don't, I found it on Twitter. Jesus fucking Christ, you're right. Um, we've got uh, Daniel Gordon, big up Danny, miss your brother. Uh, Phil Macca, hey Danny, boy 10, it's the GFP. It is. Loki evening, Dan. Uh, Phil Macca, Chelsea and Lamps. Uh, be like us bringing Bruce Rioch. I've to left. You're right there. Um, hello, everyone. Deke is doing a great job. Thank you very much, Danny. I appreciate it, man. The ref, though, formerly not. Formerly knows her. Yeah, um, we. I think we could do an entire, uh, not even a post-game podcast, but just like an entire podcast about how much refereeing has fucked us off this season. Not just this game, but just in general. So I feel like, Danny, that's definitely a podcast that we could talk about um, where we discuss every single fuck-up from the Erdegaard into Ericsson moment at United. Uh, well, not at United, but against United. Um, where the goal for Martinelli is disallowed because they bring it back like a minute before. The Brentford not drawing the line offside bullshit. We could be here forever. Literally forever. Uh, Deacon, is that really Donald Trump model on your shelf? And if so, is it not broken? I would push it off for stress relief. <laughs> You're the first person that's noticed that. You're the first person that's noticed the, the Don. Yes, it is there. He's, his leg has come off a couple of times because it's fallen off the top of the Calyx unit. But he's holding together beautifully. Okay? But yeah, I, obviously, we, let's not talk politics or anything like that. But I, I love it that we can kind of laugh and joke about things. That's what life should be. And no, not everybody's the same. Everybody's different. And we should embrace that. So yes, he has got a dodgy leg. A dodgy leg, but don't please. He's a beautiful person. Uh, Phil, uh, you're right, Danny. Deke is a solo force of nature, like a mini tornado. Thanks, man. I added the tornado a bit. Uh, Daniel Gordon, draw the lines. Agreed, agreed. Uh, how Kante uh, didn't even get cards blow my mind. Uh, Kanate, sorry, not Kante, Kanate. Uh, yeah, um. You're, you're once again holding the refereeing standard at the highest of quality, and that's where you're failing. Not the referees themselves. Phil, I'm surprised Brighton fans aren't burning down the VAR caravan after yesterday. Holy shit. 
yeah, can we talk about that quickly? I know this is nothing to do with the game that we've just played here to all against Liverpool, but fuck me. What the fuck was that all about? Matoma getting the, uh, getting the penalty not given to him for the foul from Hjoyberg. Clearly trod on the guy's foot. And they're like, oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> we just didn't see it, I guess. Uh, I, <laughs> you know what? Nothing fucking shocks me anymore with the VAR and the refereeing and the, the lack of credibility. There's no accountability. It's fucking complete horseshit. I don't even know what to say about it. It's becoming a bit of a comical joke now, isn't it? Um, it didn't. You know what? It didn't even the fact that it was because it was Tottenham that got the the benefit on it. I think it's just the the whole thing in general now is starting to get on my tits more than anything. But there we go. There we go. Loki, Deke, you're doing well, but don't be so worried about offending the chat. We're used to being offended as expected. I agree. I'm just too nice for my kind, for my own liking. That's just who I am. There we are. But thank you. Thank you for the love. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, so can I tell you, make 10,000 no card in the other game. Doesn't fucking shock me. Doesn't shock me. Uh, great impression. Well, I try. <laughs> That's a fucking... The, the emotions are running high. VAR works great. The refs don't know how to use it. That's... Do you know what, Daniel? Do you know what, Daniel? A lot of people on Twitter said, um, they're like, they're sick of VAR. They're fucking done with it and all this shit. And then, uh, you know, people are going, you do realize it's not the actual technology itself that's the problem. It's the, it's the, it's the officials that are using it and, and, and stuff like that. And the, the, they've got no fucking quality control. So, but you, you're completely right. You're completely right. Uh, Phil Macker, uh, pull the shirt up. Goal disallowed for non-handball. Um, sorry, uh, and the shirt pull. And this is that goal. And then, yes, yes, sorry. Pull the shirt up. I'm like, what the fuck? Brain. It's been a, it's been a long day. It's been a long fucking day. But yeah, um, there's been lots of moments, hasn't there? Really, really lots of moments. A formerly knows up. Phil Macker, Brighton should take legal action or something. It's the second time PGML. Uh, PGMOL had to uh, issue apologies to them. Um, yeah, I, I I don't even know where you go. Um, it's not like you're not going to get the points for it. The I don't even know where you go with it. I don't even know where you go with it. There you go. That's our <laughs> uh, boy 10. Great show, by the way. Uh, you looking like a seasoned pro streamer on these solo, uh, solo, solo shows, solo shows, solo shows. Thank you, boys. I keep getting something lodged in my throat. I appreciate the kind words. I really, really do. Um, I don't think there's anything else um, to, to, to else to talk about apart from the questions. So we'll quickly go over those. If you have any questions, post them into the chat. Put a cue at the start of the um, the comment, and then go from there. <laughs> Mrs. Running through the house. Peter Coulson, question. If the pathetic referee, Paul Tini, lost the uh, last lost the last five when his slaphead officiated and actually done his job and blown for the foul on granite by Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, <coughs> would we have gone on to win the match? Yes. Yes. I, I think, for me, that was a pivotal moment. Um... I think that the fact that the referee kind of leant towards Liverpool during that moment, I think it kind of rejuvenated the, the cop. That's just my opinion. I could completely, I could be completely wrong, but that's just my opinion on that one. Um, Boy 10, question. Now that we've played Liverpool at Anfield with holding started, 
are people going to finally accept now we have more pressing areas of the team to recruit for other than our forward line? Um, I think most people would agree that central midfield is an area that we need to focus on more than most. And leaving last podcast, I even said, in a dream world, I would love a striker and a central midfielder. Not one or the either, or one or the either. Both. So um, let's just go and sign Bellingham. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Anyway, Phil, uh, do you think City will need to beat us to win the title? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And yes again. I really, really do. Uh, procrastinating Womble, you're doing a fantastic job, um, but I only tuned in for cat bums, so nine, nine out of ten. How about um, cat bum uh, coasters? Would that? Can I get point? Can I get the extra point for that? Cat bum coasters. Let me know. Let me know. I, I'm, I'm desperate to get that extra point. That's for sure. Uh, more cat bums. <laughs> uh, Phil Macker, I don't want an apology. The body of whoever in the mistake should be dumped outside Wembley. Agreed. Formerly Noza. Recoup financial losses. Should lose a place or two with their bad decisions. I just don't see it happening. Uh, Loki, more cat bums. I completely concur with that one. Charles Deke, is there any reason why Liverpool get all riled up when Arsenal visit or is it a pattern of them against big six teams uh, I've seen them uh, many City Liverpool except uh, Champions League they're dull yeah I, do you know what I said I said it one of the first comments I made in notes for the game was the first minute and I was like fuck Liverpool Liverpool, Liverpool fans really want this game I was like what the fuck I've not heard them all season. And now all of a sudden they're like, yeah, I'm like, fuck. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They just, I don't think people like to see other people succeed when it's not bought. I'm sure I'm not the only one. If we don't win the league in any other season, anyway, not this season. If we don't win the league, you want you'd rather City win it because they're already winning it, and they've kind of bought it. You're like, ah, oh, they fucking they bought the league. Who gives a fuck? Fuck those guys, fucking useless pricks. That's kind of how I feel. I don't want Liverpool winning the league. I don't want Chelsea, United winning the league. Fuck those wankers. So maybe that's a thing. Maybe we're all kind of on the same page and want the City to win it. It's just so it's just meaningless again. I don't know. Patrick, question. Will West Ham manager get sacked before the Arsenal game and get them some new manager bounce? I don't think so. And I'm not worried either. Uh, not worried at all. Uh, Charles, Declan does better than Xhaka if he was to be there. What is your opinion? It's funny, isn't it? A lot of people are talking about Declan Rice. I really like Caicedo. I liked him before we looked at him. Um, he's always, he was for this year's FM, uh, which is always six months before the season. It's always the year before I went for Caicedo. 
loved him. I think he's a really good player and he's developed, he could develop potentially into a world-class player. Um, so my option would be Casado for a realistic option for a dream option, Bellingham. Um, Phil Macker, I don't want Bellingham. I want Mbappe. But do you? But do you? Do you really want Mbappe? Ivan Tony Rice and Bellingham. I really like Ivan Tony. I think that would be a great uh, rotational option. That or. Um, oh, Christ. Tam- Tammy Abraham. Depending on how much. Uh, procrastinating Womble. 9.5 out of 10. We'll take the 0.5 for the cat bums. Thank you, Procrastinating Womble. Appreciate Loki, cat bums look like balloon ties. Well, can't please everyone, I guess. Still haven't forgotten you made uh, made me save a cat's life. I hate cats. Phil, just love all. Love all. Loki, I will still sit down for a posh piss tonight. Not a bad result. Loki, I was talking to the missus about this shit. <laughs> she overheard me talking about it last week again. What? I was like, I don't fucking know. Listen, Loki, I am still... Very much wearing my Haywards Heath shirt. As you can see, we've not lost a game in this whilst I've worn this shirt. I'm wearing it a little much, but I'm going to keep wearing it. going to keep fucking wearing it. Uh, Phil, already had my posh piss, Loki. I've got to go home from the pub having saved it. That's what I'm talking about. Boy 10, we should go and get Gavi from Barca. Agreed. Um, apparently, he's had his number taken off him. The contract's up in the air. Uh, because of financial issues that obviously Barcelona are going through. Formerly knows a currently li- uh, current Liverpool is like us during the banter years. We were crap against the lower teams, but managed to rise our game against the bigger teams in certain situations. But yes, uh, Daniel Warden, Ivan Tony is short bet. Nice. Agreed. Phil Macca, Tony is hardly Mbappe, but he's going to jail soon. I don't think so. Come on, let's be serious. I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, I digress. If you have any, uh, I think that's all the questions. I think that's, uh, I think that's, oh, well, I'll do, I'll, do you know what? I'll answer this from Phil Hayward Heath. Why? Great question. Um, if you don't know, um, I am a big men's rights activist. I don't want to talk about politics or anything. But I'm just, I'm giving you a quick synopsis to why I wear this shirt. Uh, I'm a big men's rights activist. I, I'm a big supporter of um, supporting men in today's day and age. And also a big activist for men's mental health. Uh, as someone that's been in particular moments of my life where I've doubted being here anymore, uh, I'm still here. I kind of want to use those negative moments in my life to kind of use them as silver linings to be able to give and offer nuggets of information to maybe help and save one other person. I don't want to go too dark into it, but I work with a charity um, who was set up by my friend Lee Called Walk and Talk. Walk and Talk is a football mental health men's 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 mental health charity where you get opposing football fans from one state or from one football team to another to walk together to a football game and try and open up conversation and hopefully raise awareness and 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 hopefully save a guy's life if he's having a dark time. So the reason why I wear this Haywards Heath shirt is because on the back of my shirt, which I can, which I'm struggling to show, is uh is the logo. At the bottom of the shirt there, at the bottom of the shirt there is uh, is the logo for Walk and Talk Men's Mental Health. Um, this season, this is the um, the away shirt for this season, um, which are a team down in Sussex. Uh, they're like 
third, it's even ninth or thirteenth level. Must be thirteenth level um, of football. Uh, they uh, are one of the they they brought, basically brought on Walk and Talk as one of their sponsors for their shirt. So we've got them at the bottom there. Um, so I was like, yes, come on. So it's my new favorite shirt because of that. And uh, as I said, I've I've worn it a numerous times, and I like it. I like yellow. Uh, I think it's a really cool, nice, bright shirt. I like the yellow Arsenal shirts. Whenever Arsenal do a yellow shirt, I always generally get it, uh, including my favorite 2008 Arshavin, 2009 shirt, Arshavin shirt, where he scored the four against Liverpool. Love that shirt. Still one of my favorites. Um, uh, well, I've worn this shirt all season pretty much, and we've not lost in it, so I'm going to keep it moving. So there we go. Um, so there you go, Phil. That's hopefully answering your question in regards to that. Transfers to win at Anfield next season, kind of. Um, hating um, Paul under Klopp more and more, uh, Declan and others. Bellingham, Tony, Caicedo, Declan Rice. These are names that are going to... Tammy Abraham. These are names that are going to come up. Uh, procrastinating Womble, brave man. Well said. Well, I, I know that, uh, you know, not a lot of people like men's rights activists, but I'm 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 happy to be Marmite. Very happy to be Marmite. Um, nice. What a man you are. Well, I'm just trying to do my part, man. Everybody can do the same. You know, if you're ever there for someone, you know, that's, that's all that matters, isn't it? Loki 73. Uh, cheers, JBW. Uh, best on YouTube. Cheers all. Loki, you're a star. Thank you so much. 10 out of 10 procrastinating Womble. Yes. I've redeemed that, that whole point. That's what I'm talking about, baby. It was the cat bums and the fucking shirt. That's what I'm talking about. Phil Macker. It's a cool shirt. I only asked as I used to have a girlfriend from down uh, where you thought, oh, no, uh, you thought I was a northerner. No, I'm I'm from London. Uh, I'm from Finchley. Uh, I grew up in Camden. My whole family are Arsenal fans. My, um, I speak with a, a, a proper accent because I'm trying. To, uh, I'm an actor, so I do acting and stuff. So I try and speak with less. Uh, I, you know, I can talk like a cockney. It's not a problem. Do you know what I mean? I could talk like that. So we'll talk about the Arsenal. Ooh, what's going on? Trying, you know, I'm taking a piss. Um, but I, you know, I try and dumb it down a little bit. Um, but yeah, no, my whole family are Arsenal, uh, Tufnell, Kentish, uh, is it and all that. Um, but yeah, so I'm not from up north. Definitely not from up north. Uh, what's up, mate? Happy Easter. One point better than nothing. Agreed, 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 and agreed. Thank you. Happy Easter to you too as well. Uh, formerly knows that buying refereeing would do. Um, we're not Barcelona. Let's be serious. So there we go. There's a podcast. There is a post game for Arsenal to Liverpool to at Anfield on the 9th of April, 2023. We are done. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks for all the questions. Thanks for all the love on YouTube. Face, no, not Facebook. Not at all. Zuckerberg out of here. Um, YouTube, Twitch and Twitter. Thanks for the love. I appreciate it. Um, you really thought I lived up north. Technically, I live in the Midlands now. I'm from London, but I live, in the, I live near Derby now. And I've lived here about a year, nearly a year and a half. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, there we go. Uh, thanks, Deke. Cheers, Gooners. Danny, you're a star. Thank you so much. Patrick, great show. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Loki, cheers all. Thanks, Gunners. Tappy, tappy, that's what I'm talking about. That was fun. Thank you. I try. I fucking try, okay? Take care, Danny. Phil, you're your damn fucking skippy. Take care. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for the love. I really, really, really appreciate it. If you haven't already, make sure you send us some love. Um, hit us up with a like. 
uh, follow us, subscribe to us, send us those Twitch primes, uh, follow us on Twitter. You can also obviously follow me on Twitter as well, which is here. Wouldn't recommend it. It literally says, don't follow me on Twitter. You will regret it. I wouldn't recommend following me on Twitter. Um, if you're very strong willed, fine, but I, it's for just for your own sanity. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Anyway, I love you all guys so, so much. And remember we move. Okay. And we move purpose. I think we'll do, uh, let's do the Anfield, uh, 89, shall we? I'm totally going to get the timing wrong on this, but there, but there we are. Uh, one more comment. Thanks as ever. Uh, peace to all. We're going to win the fucking... Yeah, we're damnly going to fucking win the league, mate. Yeah, we fucking are. Out it goes to Lee Dixon. Long ball from Lee Dixon. Smith will hold it up. Plays it square to Thomas. And Thomas has goes inside Nickel. And Thomas is there. And Thomas has scored for Arsenal. In injury time, Michael Thomas has scored for Arsenal. A ball played through the gap. Thomas was there. He held off two challenges, kept his head. By my watch, we are a minute and a half into injury time.